The following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. This is the Post Exchange Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham counties. Now here's your host, Casey Patrick. Hello and welcome to the third edition of the Post Exchange Podcast. My name is Casey Patrick. Uh, we're going to go over a little bit of the week two results uh, on the football field and, and uh, preview just a little bit of what's coming up for week three. And then uh, we've got a little bit of crossover action between the Dixon and Cheatham schools as far as uh, we've got a little bit of soccer and a little bit of volleyball. So we're going to go over just, just a few things. Uh, first of all, we're going to start with last week's football scores. Uh, the game I was at, uh, Cheatham County Central had traveled to Kingston Springs to take on Harpeth for the first in-county rivalry game of the year in, in the Cheatham County. And uh, honestly, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest, Harpeth really dominated the game defensively. Um, and, you know, they were running the ball, controlling the clock. And about late in the fourth quarter, Cheatham finally – they they broke through and uh, Ty Cunningham found Eric Bright up on on a long pass to get on to get on the board. Harpeth was up twelve to nothing at that point, and like I said, Harpeth their defense was nasty all game long. They were able to really control just about every aspect of the game, and uh, of course, like I said, they were up twelve to nothing. Cheatham scored a, a late touchdown with about two minutes to go to to cut it to a one score lead. And then uh, Cheatham was able to actually get the ball back, and uh, with just just about a minute and a half to go, they were able the the Cubs were able to get the ball back. They were around midfield, and um, it, the the last few minutes of that game were actually really interesting. And, and I thought the Cubs were going to make something of it, but the Harpeth defense again they they stood up there at the end, they bowed up and and held Cheatham uh, there at midfield on a fourth and six, I believe, is what it was for uh, for a turnover on downs. Um, after talking with the coaches after the game, uh, Coach Loop, I mean, the, the defense is – that's what he brought up. He said he said to me that uh, they were the superior team defensively, and they were, and he was really happy with that effort. He said offensively, he said his team executed better uh, this week uh, than they did the previous week uh, against Joe Burns. But he thinks his offense has got a whole nother gear to it, and he wants them to finally hit it, and he wants to see what kind of speed they can play with. Uh, for Cheatham County Central, uh, I talked to Coach Halstead uh, after the game, and he said that um, he said that the loss was on him. He didn't prepare them enough for a uh, for a physical game like they were going to play, and and Harpeth Harpeth played a physical game. You have to give them credit for that. Uh, you also have to give Cheatham a little bit of credit for coming back there at the end, and and um, and, and you know at least making it. Uh, at least making it a tight game. So, either way, uh, Harpeth moves to one and one. Cheatham's also one and one. And what else? Uh, out in the Cheatham area, Sycamore finally they got they got their game in. They they hosted Hunters Lane, and uh, new Sycamore coach John Harrison was able to get his debut game uh, underway. Um, uh, Hunters Lane did come away with the win, twenty five to twelve. Uh, Sycamore, though, that they scored on their first offensive play of the game and they scored on their last offensive play in the game. But uh, apparently everything in between that was a little bit hard to to move the ball. Uh, 
but the defense did hold a, a really talented Hunter's Lane squad to only 25 points. Again, uh, they, they've got another big week coming up. They were supposed to be on the road uh, at Waverly, but I believe uh, with, with all the issues Waverly's had, Waverly's going to travel to Sycamore now. Um, but uh, now over in the Dixon area, uh, we're going to start with Dixon County. They hosted Columbia Central on Friday, and I thought this was going to be one of the games that, that Dixon could really flex its muscles, get get a win and really get moving in the right direction. But uh, offensively, again, uh, only 12 points, not able to really get a whole lot going. Columbia Central held them off for a 26-12 to 12, uh, win for the uh, for Columbia. And then Creekwood, uh, surprisingly, it's not surprising that they, they lost. They, they lost to Fairview 28-7, to 7, and it's not surprising that Creekwood lost. Nobody's perfect. Um, and, and in fact, I, I'd said that the Creekwood Fairview game would be a, a fun one to go cover, uh, but they lost 28 to seven. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised at that score. It did seem kind of lopsided. Uh, Fairview was able to get a, a few long plays against a, a vaunted Creekwood defense that, that I, um, I thought was, was really, really good. And I still believe they are. Uh, of course, Michael Harris only played about six or eight snaps. Um, he tweaked his ankle against Dixon County in week one. Him being out uh, most of the game against Fairview certainly had something to do with it. But you got to give Fairview some credit because Chris Hughes is a heck of a coach. They've got some talented kids out there. Uh, it's not surprising that they played well. It's just surprising at, at how different the score is when you just look at it uh, for face value. Uh, now, this week, uh, Creekwood, uh, it doesn't get any easier for Creekwood. They're going to travel to Marshall County, about an hour drive south. I, I think uh, I think I'm going to make my way down there the, this Friday. Uh, of course, now Thursday, I plan on being in Neyland, and then uh, I'm going to get back from Knoxville late Thursday night. Friday, I'm going to get ready. We're going to ride out again. We're going to go to Marshall County, watch the Red Hawks play. And Dixon County's also on the road. Uh, like, most of my teams are on the road, except for Sycamore, and they were supposed to be on the road. Uh, but they've got Waverly coming to them. Dixon County's on the road at John Overton High School. Uh, that'll be a good matchup. Harpeth has actually moved their game up to Thursday. Uh, they're traveling to White's Creek on Thursday. And then Cheatham County Central will be on the road at White House. And um, that's going to be a rough matchup for the Cubs. White House has, has got a really strong program. They've got really good football players, and, and they've been good for a few years now. Uh, Cheatham's still trying to find its way. Uh, so that's going to be one to watch. Hopefully hopefully Cheatham can stick with them. Uh, hopefully Coach Halstead can prepare the kids a little bit better this week for a more physical matchup because they're going to get that again with, with the Blue Devils. That's, um, that's for sure. Uh, like I said, that Creekwood at Marshall County game, that's where I'm going to be. I'm actually really excited about that. Hopefully, Creekwood's 100% healthy and ready to go. Uh, but but Marshall County, I mean, it's a perennial powerhouse, really good team. Uh, I'm pretty sure they made it to the second or third round of the playoffs last year. They show up every year with a good team. They're well coached. So I'm excited to see how that goes. And it's only an hour. Hour's, hour's not too bad. It's not like driving back to Knoxville, so. Uh, it's just down the road. Now, uh, that's just about all the football action we've got coming up this week. Uh, we've got a little bit of soccer and volleyball. 
Uh, Harpeth Volleyball actually last night took on uh, Cheatham County Central and, and defeated them three to nothing, straight sets, straight sets. Uh, and uh, the scores, I, I don't believe they were all too close. Harpeth, again, flexing its muscles. They're uh, a very good volleyball program there, and it doesn't really seem to matter who the coach is or who the kids are that show up. Uh, you, you just put that jersey on it, and you know how to play volleyball. And uh, Creekwood, though, Creekwood also a very strong program defeated Harpeth uh, late last week three to nothing uh, me, straight sets and three straight sets. Um, let's see, and uh, Creekwood the, their volleyball team went on to actually win the Coyote Clash. I think they played about six games Saturday. Uh, played really really well. Um, the Lady Redhawks seem to really be uh, they seem to be catching their stride. They've had big wins lately. Um, uh, over some big programs, over some local programs. So good for them. Uh, good to see them up and running. And, of course, Dixon County Soccer last week, they a big event. They celebrated the 1991 team uh, against Cheatham County Central last Thursday, I believe. And it was the 30th anniversary of uh, the first team on the hill, the first Lady Cougar soccer team on the hill. So they had a few of the athletes that were on the team. Which it, it was fun to see them all interact because I know some of them hadn't seen each other in quite a while. Uh, they, of course, they're like a little family themselves, just like most teams are. And uh, all the players got to, <clears throat> excuse me, all the players got to see each other again for the first time in a while, and they all said hi. And Coach Palace was there. He was, I believe, he was the assistant coach, and Wade Daniel was the head coach. I may have that backwards, um, but Coach Palace was there, and he took a photo with. With the uh, the ladies from the team, it was it was a a really nice a really nice moment, and uh, of course, you know that you still got a soccer game to play. Um, and Coach Cardona told me that uh, his girls, the, you know the the current team, uh, they were excited to get to play in front of the 1991 team, but they were also kind of nervous about it. And and he thinks that first half was maybe a little bit off because maybe they were a little nervous. Uh, but he's really happy with the way they come back in the second half. They defeated Cheatham four to nothing. I think Reagan all had nine saves. Uh, the, the Dixon County defense does a really good job of not really allowing you to get to their goal, much less get the ball in there. So, uh, Reagan Hall, though, of course, when you keep all the balls out of the net, she 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 did a great job. Gracie Buchanan, who's one of their leaders, uh, she scored two goals. Emily James and Skylar Little had a goal each as well. So, uh, big big day, big day for uh, Dixon County. I know that was fun. Uh, the, the ladies from the 1991 team were, were having fun the entire time. The families of the current players were there. Everybody was having a good time. Uh, so th- that that's a really neat event. Now, other than that, uh, we've got we've got some Creekwood soccer. Uh, they play they played last week, and I think they I think it may have been Montgomery Central. Ah, man, I had it written down, and I've lost my notes somewhere. But anyway, we've got we've got soccer going on. We've got golf going on. This has been the third edition of the Post Exchange Podcast. Uh, check back next week. We're going to have a little bit more information, especially on the the upcoming week's, week's football games as far as D.C. at John Overton, Creekwood at Marshall County, Harpeth at White Creek. That's a Thursday night game. Cheatham County Central at, at White House, and Sycamores hosting Waverly Friday night. So make sure you check back next week for a little review over those games and a preview for the week coming up after that. Uh, Thank you and have a good evening.
You've been listening to the Post Exchange Podcast, your source for high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham Counties with your host, Casey Patrick. For more on high school sports in Middle Tennessee, visit MainStreetPreps.com.